Welcome back to The Focus Show. I'm Terry Radigan. I am filling in for Paul W. Smith and uh, delighted to be here. Uh, our next guest is is in studio, and I'm so grateful to him for uh, for being here to spend a little time with us. Um, he's the president and the CEO of the Detroit Regional Chamber, the Honorable Sandy K. Barua. Sandy, welcome. Very great to be with you today. So excited. So, uh, Sandy, you were kind enough to invite me, I don't know, less than a year ago, to the open house of your new digs, your new uh, new office space, which is right within Campus Martius. And uh, we we noted at that point that you were going to have a pretty doggone good view of the of the draft if, in fact, the footprint was where we thought it was going to be. Well, last week we unveiled the footprint and sure enough, you're in position A. We have the best position that we can imagine for the draft. We're on the eighth floor of the one Kennedy Square building uh, and we're looking, frankly, right onto the draft stage and through our other set of windows. I mean, the, the, the be- it's a build- beautiful building. The building is basically all glass. Uh, we can see the we'll be able to see the parade down Woodward uh, off to Hart Plaza. Fantastic. So it is absolutely terrific. Uh, you know, I uh, as you know, I shared with you, you know, off microphone, you know, we've had some really generous offers uh, for companies to use that space that week, we've said, you know, thank you for the kind offer. You know, we moved into this space because of our team. Uh, we wanted our team to enjoy the beautiful new space, and we're not going to let one of the best, most exciting things that's going to happen in downtown Detroit this year uh, go to waste. And you know, our team's going to be able to enjoy it. That's fantastic, and you're right. This it doesn't get much bigger than having the NFL draft because, as we've spoken before, it's not just two teams competing or four teams competing. And like some of the events that we've hosted, this is 31 markets that are all going to send their most rabid fans um, to the to the draft to our city. Many of whom experiencing it for the first time. We have one chance to make a first impression, and I know we're going to make a, a very good first impression for those first time visitors. It is a national celebration of America's sport, and what better place to do it in one of the best sports towns in the country, uh, especially in this beautiful, revitalized downtown Detroit uh, that we have, uh, and especially you know with the Lions now rapidly becoming America's team. Uh, I can't imagine a better confluence of, of factors. We are so excited. Everyone I talk to is, is so excited. Uh, about this. I mean, what are we going to have? I, what are the numbers? Something like 30 some odd thousand? Uh, no, 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 more than that. 300 and some odd thousand people. That's what Kansas City had last year. They had yeah. 312,000 and uh, that was fantastic. They did a great job. Yeah. And, and, and we'll do a great job if and, and a better job, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I think one of the advantages that uh, we're doing and you and the Sports Commission have done a great job leading this is that we're doing it right in downtown. Uh, other places have chosen kind of a, you know, someplace on the periphery of their downtowns. Uh, we think this is going to show off the city fabulously. Obviously, this is going to have a huge economic impact. But I think even more importantly than that, Terry, is what you just said, is the number of people who are going to be experiencing Detroit, uh, if not for the first time, at least for the first time in a very long time. And we're going to be on our best and people are really going to see what an amazing city, region, and state that we have. 
And we've got momentum because of those two Lions home playoff games, both victories, I might add. And everyone got to see the white towels and the fever pitch and the how loud Ford Field was and how passionate our fans are. And then, you know, the wonderful uh, shots that, that NBC showed, drone footage or a- anything from Belle Isle up the riverfront, um, downtown, murals that we have in our wonderful city. All those things make an impression. And you can't put a dollar figure on it, but I know it's valuable. And it was so great. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, of course, it would really help to have uh, kind of our adopted hometown guy, uh, Mike Tirico, uh, calling, you know, calling the game. Uh, and Mike is such a terrific supporter of Michigan. And he's uh, a member of the Sports Commission board as well, So, and, and an active one. Not, not uh, no doubt about it, he's at the meetings whenever he can be, and um, you're right, he's such an ambassador for our city and our state. Um, Sandy, you moved from downtown, a downtown building to another downtown building, but overall, what's your impression of downtown now um, as we get ready to host all these folks um, you know, it, obviously the pandemic was a bit of a game changer, but there seems to be a real livelihood, certainly in the evenings and weekends. And, and uh, what's your thoughts on the downtown yeah. area? Yeah, so certainly, first of all, I wouldn't trade Detroit's downtown positioning and activity level with just about any other major city in the country. And I've I've looked I've looked into this. First of all, every other city in the country is having the same back-to-office issue that we are. In fact, we're, my guess is about mid-pack in terms of how we're doing bringing people back to off, uh, back to the office. But, you know, uh, our friends at the Gallup organization will tell you that back-to-office, whatever it is today, is what it's going to be tomorrow. It's not going to get any better, per se. So, you know, fortunately, you know, we have a major tenant, I mean, a major landlord in downtown, and that is Dan Gilbert. He's not going to let these buildings go fallow. He has the nimbleness, and his team have the nimbleness to figure out what to do next with some of these buildings, some of these B and Class C buildings. You know, that's going to be a challenge, but that's not a challenge that we have that other places don't. The advantage that we have, and you just mentioned it, Terry, are, you know, after hours activity, our weekend activity, our festival activity. I mean, Detroit is a master at the community-wide, inclusive, everyone's welcome, big event festival downtown. And we can thank our friend Tony Michaels for a lot of them, right? But there's a lot of things that happen that bring people from all across the region, if not the state or the country, to come downtown. And that is a huge competitive advantage for us. Speaking of Tony, he was a guest host yesterday, and he was actually on site. And I saw you at the Detroit Economic Club uh, Steve Gregorian and Sandy Pierce had a, a terrific meeting uh, with Governor Gretchen Whitmer and Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. What were your impressions of the presentation that we saw there? Well, let's break it up into two parts. First, you know, the governor took the stage to do a high-level summary of her her budget that she's presenting towards uh, toward to, to the legislature. Excuse me, I've been on vacation, Terry. I'm, <laughs> I'm still trying to get syllables correct here. Uh, and obviously, listen, our, our governor is uh, is a national star. You know, she is on the map for a reason. She is telegenic. She is well-spoken. She knows what she's doing uh, and she knows how to present. And that was definitely on on show. I, I think, you know, there's lots of things in her budget proposal that 
I and, you know, the chamber board that we like. There's also some things that, that we don't like, but, you know, that's called democracy and that's the way it is. So the things that we fully support, we're going to be right behind her. Then there was a little interchange with uh, Secretary Janet Yellen, who I know from her Fed days back uh, back not too not too long ago. And, you know, I, I uh, that probably wasn't the best setup uh, ever, but it was great to have two incredible uh, female leaders who have reached the top of their profession. And I thought it was really great that uh, our governor really recognized the trailblazing path that Janet Yellen have kind of paved for a high level service in government for for women leaders. I liked the format where Janet Yellen also asked questions of Governor Whitmer. So it was a nice interplay there. And uh, I felt a, an optimism there that I, I appreciated. I'm a Hopeless optimist anyway, and, and certainly if we can uh, keep our economy humming along, um, that's good for all of us. I think we're going to do exactly that. All signs for 2024 are very positive. Uh, for those who are a little concerned about the inflation number that came out yesterday, I wouldn't worry about one month right now. It looks like inflation's coming down. GDP growth is incredibly strong. Uh, our unemployment rate, both, you know, regionally and nationally, uh, you know, we're at or below 4%. These are really, really strong numbers. Business leaders are increasing their optimism level. Uh, when you ask them, you know, how you rate things, they're turning up the volume. Let's talk for a minute about Mish Auto, such an important and uh, well-run uh, enterprise under the Detroit Regional Chamber umbrella. And Glenn Stevens does such an amazing job running that that um, entire program. How are things going as we, you know, look towards maybe a, a slowing down of the electrification of the automotive industry? Yeah, the great thing about Michado, and thank you for mentioning Glenn, he, Glenn and his team have done a fantastic job building that program essentially from scratch. I mean, when I moved here to Michigan, you know, there was not a statewide automotive association dedicated to promoting the automotive and mobility industry in Michigan. I mean, we had a blueberry caucus, we had a beer caucus, but we didn't have an auto caucus, right? It was just the oddest thing. Uh, but, you know, Glenn and the team have done a fantastic job, as you mentioned, with that. The, you know, to me, uh, the electrification question is a speed of increase, not a slowdown, right? We're still seeing the sales of EVs and, and everyone says it's just Tesla. No, it's not just Tesla. Tesla sales are actually a smaller portion of the pie uh, every passing day. So we're seeing EV sales continue to increase. They're just not increasing at the blistering pace that we saw in late 21 and all throughout 22. So we're basically coming down to kind of reality level increases. But regardless if it's EVs or ICE engines or whatever the propulsion technology is, Michigan is a leader today. And what Mish Auto is doing is making sure statewide we're a leader tomorrow. Sandy Barua, you braved the snow to come down to the studio to join us. We so appreciate that and uh, appreciate your thoughts on the NFL draft. We may be visiting with your prime spot. You know, I'm not sure I could do any better than that. So I may have to come your way I, and, and yeah. uh, if you'll have me. T Terry, I got a beer waiting for you uh, <laughs> on NFL draft night. Awesome. Thank you again. That's the Honorable Sandy K. Barua, President and CEO of the Detroit Regional Chamber, and you're listening to Focus on WJR.